Hi, uh, welcome to Thunder Nerds. I'm Brian Hinton. I'm Sarah. I'm Project Bob Von Weiss, and thank you so much for consuming the Thunder Nerds, a conversation with people behind the technology that love what they do and do tech good. Ah. Hey, and we're doing dev, uh, doing tech. Good <laughs> we're doing tech good here at DevFest Florida. 2019. Uh, where are we at, Brian? We are in Orlando at. <laughs> she loves saying it. Yeah, yeah. it's about the tenth time I've said it today. So yeah, <laughs> welcome. Yeah, thanks for joining us again. And who are we here with? If you mind introducing yourself to uh, to the audience. Hello, I'm Pauline. Hey, Pauline. <laughs> Pauline, what do you do? I'm a UX designer. Yeah. So what uh, what exactly does that mean for you in your role? What what kind, what kind of uh, realm of UX do you uh, um, Well, right now I am just finishing up a boot camp. Mm -hmm. So I, in that context, it's more about learning more of the process of it and like understanding the user so that I can create a better experience for them. Oh, I love that. Okay. So where are you from? Where, where are you actually practices? I'm originally from Orlando? Colorado, okay. but um, we live in Tampa right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, a lot of us were from uh, St. Pete, Sarasota, and Dade City. Dade City. Yeah, so we're all all Floridians. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's boring. <laughs> so what? Uh, cool. What brought you to Deathfest? Yeah. Well, I was here last year, and that was actually where I was pretty inspired to pursue the UX design path. Oh, that's oh, awesome! That's so cool. Yes, okay. That's really cool. Well, so what? What about? The, uh, the UX design path that, that was uh, interesting to you, why? why? Mm, there was a lot of alignment with what my interests were. So like I studied psychology and um, it's pretty data driven, which I have a research background in and then also mm. very human centered. And I liked like the empathy aspect of it. So I just felt like it was really aligned with what I want to do. Mm, okay, so you said you had a background in uh, research. Mm -hmm. Okay, so wh what does that mean? Uh, I was like an undergraduate research assistant in mm -hmm. a neurology lab and stuff like oh, that. So. Interesting. Oh, okay. So how does that fit in now? Obviously the re research part of it, but mm -hmm. like what, what do you uh, practice on a day-to-day -day at your current position? Um, maybe not in my current role, but like okay. within the boot camp context, mm -hmm. it's um, getting like behavioral data, um, observational and uh, like qualitative and quantitative data and just collecting it and understanding it and then um, testing and redoing it all again. So iterating. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. And uh, at DevFest now, was there any talks that you were excited to see or what, what's your experience been like so far? I just went to like a machine learning one and that was pretty interesting. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, are there any you're looking forward to still? That... I'm, I've been following like the schedule. Um, <laughs> hmm. Is there one that's interesting? Every audience member. Yeah, yeah. Just like lifeline, lifeline. I know I have the schedule in front of me, but I don't know exactly. <laughs> so once you finish up, when do you finish the bootcamp? In about a month. And what's what's the plan after that? Applying to roles. Applying <laughs> nice. to roles. So that's a good goal. Yeah. Hire me. <laughs> so I know that we had planned to talk. Mm -hmm. um, we actually, so we ran into each other in the hall, and, and I was like, "Come do this podcast." Um, so, like, what questions did you have for me about yeah. UX? Because this was something we were going to discuss. Right. So I thought maybe others would be interested. Uh huh. Um, I guess one of the 
one that sticks out in my head is like, what would be your best advice for someone who's transitioning into a UX career? Yeah. Oh gosh. Oof. There's a lot of advice. I think that um, don't discount your your previous experience. Mm -hmm. I think that what a lot of people try to do is they try to scrub their resume and make it look as UX heavy as possible. Mm -hmm. So they'll add in all their bootcamp projects, or they'll add in some freelance things that they did, and they kind of wipe away everything mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. But everything else you've done has context and, mm -hmm. and adds value. Especially, you're very lucky. You've come from very, I think, transferable skill fields. Mm -hmm. So um, make sure that you're putting down. Um, the work that you did before and the schooling that you have because I think it's going to be very relevant mm -hmm. um, and then Make sure that the jobs that you're applying for really fit in. I think UX can be really dicey mm -hmm. um, A lot of times I've gone for UX um, Positions and their focus is heavy on visual design. Mm -hmm. That's not my area of expertise. I have an art background Yes, I do visual design, but I don't want to focus on making logos or doing branding I'm much more interested in understanding users um, doing research and then iterating through high fidelity work okay. um, for that final outcome. So really make sure that you ask a lot of questions and you understand what they're looking for um, mm -hmm. in that role. And be careful of roles where they expect you to be everything, um, especially in the beginning, mm -hmm. because you're not going to learn as much and there's going to be a lot of burden on you. So I think mm -hmm. when you encounter a, a, an employer who's like, hey, we want someone with research who can also do wireframing and High fidelity. Oh, and can you build that in CSS? And can you work on our logo too? Um, you might want to skip that. Mm -hmm. I skip those. That's and there, to, to add to what you yeah. said too, I think there's. Uh, would, would it be fair to say there's a lot of those kind of positions out there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like more, more of that than, mm -hmm. than anything. Yeah. It depends what you're looking forward to. I mean, if yeah. that, if you wanted that focused UX role, then yeah, avoid avoid this. I also make sure your portfolio has at least one or two like well written. You don't have to have tons of uh, that's mm -hmm. one thing that people do is they have tons of portfolio pieces, mm -hmm. but it's all about having well documented, uh, especially with yeah case study, especially with UX roles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I have one or two that that, I, that are kind of my go-to, and when I do so, if they have you do an assignment, which I hate it when people do that, but I'm just gonna we'll forget that for <laughs> now. Um, but often you'll have to do an assignment, yeah. um, and what I do when I present those assignments. One, I always stay within the time frame. So if they say you shouldn't spend more than four hours, don't spend more than four hours. The inclination is like, I really want this job, I really want this opportunity, I'm gonna spend two days. Mm -hmm. First off, they're gonna know. Um, and, and really it is, what can you do within the time parameter given? Mm -hmm. So make sure yeah. that you're doing that. Um, and then often, especially if you only have two or four hours, the goal isn't to come up with a highly polished, finished piece. Mm -hmm. They're more interested in how do you think and how do you attack a problem. So the ones that I've done, what I'll do is I actually, I don't have a, any type of finalized presentation. I've done like a whimsical where I've done, this is, this is where I started and this is what I thought. And then I've got kind of opportunities, risks, things that I've put through. And I just walk them through me solving the problem. And I end with some ideas that I would iterate on and, and move into a finished piece. Um, but that's more realistic. And that will give them a much better idea of what you can do in a role. And also as you're working on it too, um, Ask, don't be afraid to ask questions yes. and don't work in a vacuum because that mm -hmm. actually looks Bad. good on you if you do reach out. Mm -hmm. um, I know that you're doing research, you're actually trying to figure out the problem. Right. Yeah.
Yeah, you have three like very heavy UX people. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and well, one other question. So it's been kind of like a catch twenty two when um, you're looking for a position, but they want you to already have experience, and then yeah, you, you have, have a boot camp. So, right. Yeah, your story so, is psychology. Like you're the yeah. ideal. You're like one of the ideal candidates because you have that. You have a background, basically doing this job in a different context, in a different way. But, but wait, yeah. what was yeah. your what was yeah. your question? Well, um, I guess like, how do you kind of bridge that gap when um, you know they are looking for an entry level position, but they're like, oh well, we don't necessarily want a boot camp; we want an actual experience. Mm -hmm. Like, how would you um, communicate that so that you you know you're able to land the job? Yeah, I mean, it, I, to go back to what Brian said, it, that that's really it. You you do have that experience. You might not have that experience per se, mm -hmm. as, as far as that career, that you, you were doing it for three years or whatever, but you have some kind of context to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. That's why your story is important. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, don't remove that, like, like she said, don't remove that from your background, because that's part of what makes you a good candidate. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, that there are going to be places that are going to be like, oh, she has no experience, but you, you'll find one that cares more about what you can do, not what they think they, mm -hmm. you should have. Yeah. A, a, a lot of times it's not about well, when employers are looking for employees, it's not about the actual skills that you have, but it's more about are you someone that is uh, open to be taught? Are you open yeah. to somebody that's open to learn? And are you somebody that you could get along with the team? Are you a good fit for the mm -hmm. culture with the team? And if you are, well then, they're willing to overlook the other things. And you know, you might even uh, outweigh somebody that has five years experience because mm -hmm. of that. So that's, yeah. that, that, there's not, I wouldn't put too much worry on that part of it. Yeah, okay. I've heard quite a few candidates like that um, where in the end they went up against someone who had actual infield experience, mm -hmm. but just talking with that person and working through a couple of little ideas um, was much more compatible for the team than the person with more experience. Mm -hmm. um, and I really encourage you to ask for feedback in the interview. Not mm -hmm. every interviewer is comfortable doing it. I, I will, so I mm -hmm. will tell you at the end of the interview with me whether or not I'm gonna move you on. And if I'm not, I'm gonna tell you why, because mm -hmm. I think that um, that's really important. And it's hard to do that after you're not talking to the person <laughs> anymore, it gets very busy. So I try to do that in the moment. Um, so don't be afraid at the end when they ask if you have any questions. Or obviously have some prepared, but ask if there's anything you could have answered better or if there were any of your answers that they weren't sure about that you could clarify. Um, and it kind of gives you that opportunity to, to maybe fix something mm -hmm. that you made a, a mistake in um, or they perceived as maybe they didn't get quite the answer they thought. Right? Yeah, you can use that for the next time. But yeah, yeah and, and to go back to the, the previous thing I was saying too, it's, it's about somebody that's going to have the least amount of friction and, and jive well with with a company yeah and uh, like extra things extra things you can do to help yourself is uh, get involved in local meetups mm -hmm. oh gosh yeah you know, connect yeah. with people because they can actually help you find work and, that, and, and that could yeah, be experience yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so can yeah. so do a startup weekend um, there's that's one a, coming up. There's one coming up. No, so I did quite a few startup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I did a few startup weekends, and so on that I was the UX person. And what I was able to do on the first day was help talk about the problem that you're solving. Then mm -hmm. I'd go out and do interviews. So now you have some research. Yeah. Then you're ideating on solutions. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you're doing all that over two days. You're meeting all kinds of new people, and that can go in your portfolio. Mm -hmm. Yes. So then you do have experience. Yeah. In your face. And add to LinkedIn, add to LinkedIn, add to LinkedIn. Yeah, I mean, that's how we met. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
So sorry, I didn't mean to hijack her. Oh no no no, 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 yes. I'm, I'm not. Because I don't know when I'm going to get a chance right. to talk to you for the rest of the day. Please keep going. No, yeah. anything else? That's, um, that's all I can really think of for the moment. So. And the awesome thing, just to go full circle, is she got interest in this because of. Because yeah, now, exactly, exactly. So, that's so amazing. What kind of position do you think you're going to be looking for? Um, I, I've thought a lot about like the culture fit. Um, the position I definitely want mentorship, right? What, like what you were mentioning, and I'm really open to learning, so I kind of just want to like absorb everything right now. Okay. Are you looking for remote? Looking for remote would be nice. At least some flexibility, but okay. I yeah. At least Tampa side, maybe. Because <laughs> yeah. I've been doing the commute to St. Pete and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. when are you available? We, we, when we share this, you can be like, I'm uh, job. available anytime. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Did you have a website we could put out there for people to find out about you? It's paulineh.weebly.com. Perfect. That's my awesome. portfolio. All right, yeah. Put it in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Do you have any other links you want people to go to? Your Twitter? I have a hollyh.github.io. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What kind of, so you code a little bit too, I'm guessing then? Just a little. I mean, like, I know some basic. What do you, what do you know? Tell us. Um, HTML and CSS. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Any JavaScript? Not so much. I, I've been to, like, the JavaScript meetups and stuff, but. Uh -huh. So it sounds like you can be a little dangerous. If, if necessary. Yeah. yeah. If I, if, yeah. yeah. Very dangerous. It's very dangerous. Don't, don't underestimate so the power of CSS. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. That, no, no, definitely. Death test is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. I, yeah. I am pro CSS. <laughs> Let me backtrack. CSS is programming. <laughs> it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely is. What kind, of, what kind of stuff do you do in uh, CSS? Are you a grid, Luxbox? What kind of box model? Text box? <laughs> 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 don't, 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 have this idea and then put it together and yeah. see it. Yeah, just like right click, go to more developer tools and stuff like that, so you can have like background or platform to work with. Yeah. So do you do the the visual stuff too? Or are you like using? Yeah, Figma? I do like visual. Okay. Mm -hmm. I do sketch mm -hmm. and um, prototyping and envision and Marvel. Oh, so oh Marvel! Okay, that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. I mean, you're already uh, you're you're there. You know more than most. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really liked my boot camp, so I would recommend Springboard.com if anyone wanted to do uh, a boot camp as well. Yeah, you're the uh, I think the third or fourth person that we talked about that with. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's great. That's yeah. awesome that you can yeah. get in there and do that and then just completely change your career field. I mean, just think about how awesome that is that we can do that now. Because yeah. mm -hmm. I can remember being in high school and being like, okay, I have to go to college and get the thing. And then my whole life is like set yeah. from there. Like, I just kind of had this feeling mm -hmm. like you were, I was on this train I was never getting off of. And I, to nowhere. Yeah. And also, <laughs> you, <laughs> if, if, if like. you think about with college, people make these decisions when they're 18. Yeah. And like, are you taking these, yeah. uh, you know, you're, you're still like, they're not ready. Exactly. But also yeah. think about this. Like if you're in a career, like in your late thirties, do you still want to take career advice from you at 18? Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's who the person is. You're fine. Okay. Brian, you just make everything weird. He does. <laughs> makes it just weird. Like, makes it difficult. Depends upon the person. Oh, I'm so glad you see this too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, this is everybody. Up on Brian Day. Yeah, it is all day long. All, all day long. Afterwards, they're sweet puppies. 
So, so what was some of the uh, uh, other things that you didn't get to see that you might have wanted to see uh, today? Um, hmm. I definitely think women in tech would be interesting to have more of and yes. just like a diversity and inclusion aspect of it. Um, yes. There's, those are like things that are interesting to me, so. So then what that means is next year you can come give a talk. Yeah, I think that Done. You heard about it here. Yes, yeah, exactly. that's true. So what are you talking to me about? <laughs> um, I, I've heard a lot about accessibility here, which I enjoy, and uh -huh. I think that that would um, be interesting to explore more. 2020 accessibility talk. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Yeah, okay. yeah you, you could be going around promoting your book, mm -hmm. doing yeah. your talk. Oh, book now? Man, what the so heck? pressure. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, after all the articles she wrote in her blog about this book coming out, Okay, just adding more to it. Yes. Yeah, and we know we know a few, quite a few people that transition from sci like psychology mm -hmm. to yes. UX. So yeah. you're it's in a good related, position. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's very related. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. What kind of stuff in psychology did you do? Um, there was a. I mean, I just majored in it, and it, like social psychology. Mm -hmm. There's some. Um, like experimentation, it was a while ago. I know I don't look that old, but <laughs> it's been several years. <laughs> but yeah. So how come, so for, for what have you been, so you've been doing research um, for graduate degree or? For my undergraduate. Undergraduate, yes. Okay. And then have you been working in the field or no. did you kind of just decide like, I don't think this is for me, I need to pivot? Yeah. It, there, so, Not to get you personal. Yes, but to get it personal. Was, um, <laughs> like there were results, but it just took so long yeah. to get results. So I'm more of like I need instant more instant. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was just a little bit dry for me in that area. But the research itself was interesting. We're studying like the behavioral models and drug addiction on the brain. So that was cool. Oh, that's really interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. But I can see that that's the kind of stuff that you do for years and years and years. Yeah, you can aggregate results. And and I think they just published a paper not too long ago, and it's been like five years. You know, so it's yeah. just it's not it wasn't as instant as I wanted. I, I like instant feedback and stuff. So yeah, well then you're in the right field because yeah, it's pretty much if you're not going to get it instantly, they won't even let you do the research. Mm -hmm. They'll yeah, just make yeah. you design it. It's okay. very iterative. Yeah. Too. It's very iterative <laughs> too. So uh -huh. it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Fantastic. Yeah, well, thank awesome. you so much. Yeah, really you. appreciate you being thank on the show. You. I'm not shaking your hand. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she doesn't. There's a hands. whole thing that happened. Yes, earlier. this is what our meeting back. I'm actually not a germaphobe. I just like all this handshaking. Okay. So, you heard it here. Thanks everybody for watching. Sarah is a germaphobe. I just don't want. Thanks for consuming the Thunder Nerds. We honestly and sincerely appreciate you watching and or listening to the show. Please subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. Write us a review. Kick a few stars our way. And above all else, please remember to send your favorite book suggestions to Brian Hinton. I, I like romance novels. They have happy endings.
I should have known the Terrator didn't mean us any harm when the Sword of Omens didn't obey me. And anyway, it was just plain stupid to assume it might be bad. Just what the <laughs> fuck am I talking about?